Do you want to find solutions on how to make decisions faster, how to solve problems with your teams, or define a clear strategy that resonates with your staff and customers? There is a workshop for that. Hello there, I'm Nati Ravez, founder of La Workshopeuse. I'm a collaboration consultant and workshop facilitator, member of an amazing workshopper community. In this podcast, I meet them to get the best advice on facilitation and I'll let leaders and managers speak to understand the challenges they are facing. Welcome to the show. Bonjour, I can't believe it. Today I'm presenting the last episode of the year 2022 and I can already tell you that for this Christmas episode, Santa Claus is in the house. My guest, Marius Posadowski, didn't come empty-handed. He has a gift for you to start the new year with better communication skills. So stay tuned. You will find out about his gift at the end of this episode. Marius is from Poland, is a product designer and leads a team of 29 designers. In 2020, he created his Instagram account uxwork.space with a growing community. I would even say he's an Instagram star with more than 35,000 followers. Today, we will talk about his journey on the social media platform, how he discovered facilitation and how he brought these new skills into his work, in his company and within his team. And finally, we talk about the online course he created to learn communication skills, to learn how to better present ideas, ask the right questions and facilitate meetings. So enjoy this episode and let's go. Hi, Marius. Hello. How are you? Good, good. And you? Yes, I'm good. Uh, today it's snowing outside. Everything is white. I love it because I'm coming from the Atlantic coast in France and this is not something I'm used to. Does it snow also at your place? Yeah, it was snowing during the weekend mm -hmm. and after the weekend, it was like two or maybe three days of almost nonstop snowing. And right now everything is white, it's beautiful. Uh, I love Warsaw uh, in snow mm -hmm. and I've, I haven't seen it like this for 12, 15 years, something like this. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's awesome. Nice. So we are close before Christmas and you are, in a way, the Christmas man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so it's really a pleasure to have you for this last episode of the year. I'm happy to be here. Yes. Uh, we met through a community of facilitators that we both yeah. belong to. Yeah. Yeah. Workshopper master. Yeah. Workshopper master from Adrian Smart. And you are a product designer and you lead a team of 29 designers, almost 30. Yes. You are also the founder of wavesmelons.com and you developed an online course for UX, UI designers who want to learn communication skills, how to present their ideas, ask good questions. So it's about this and collaboration and facilitation. And we will talk about that. 
But before I want to talk about something else, since you've built a huge community on Instagram with your account uxwork.space and uh, you have almost 35,000 followers. So damn, you are an Instagram rock star. <laughs> so uh, if I yeah. may, I would love to hear when did you start on Instagram? What is the purpose and how did you grow this amazing community? Uh, yeah, I started uh, at the beginning of 2020, just before the pandemic, as a New Year's resolution. And the resolution was just start posting every single day. We'll see what, what will happen. Mm -hmm. And at the very beginning, the purpose was sharing and inspiring people to mm, do things like n not the traditional let's say uh, social media profile where people motivate others but a mix a combination of, of a designer and somebody who helps people get things done mm -hmm. uh, that was the, the the initial idea but because of my uh, travel to uh, Canada and Cuba, I stopped posting. Then I started again. It didn't work out at the beginning. I changed the name a few times, like three or four. And I realized with a huge help from Michael Janda, maybe some of you know him. He is a rock star of Instagram. He helped me develop and decide what to do with my Instagram account. And finally, I found the name UXWorld.space because back then I started to think, hey, let's help UX product design teams build the best workspace for themselves. The name UXWorld.space was quite good for this purpose. And... I started sharing a mix of my knowledge, my thoughts, opinions about UX design and uh, workshops and facilitation. And yeah, three years later, 35,000 followers plus 50 or something like this. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, and this year I started recording more videos than than sharing photos of post-its where I wrote my, my, my thoughts and, and tips. Yeah, because that's how I started mm -hmm. from, from using post-it, taking pictures, and a lot of people love this, love this style. Yeah, this But, is your style. This is something that uh, is not common because everybody is using Canva or whatever, and you take your pen, post-its, yeah make a nice picture of it and uh, yeah it's great how yeah, did you thanks. discover facilitation because you are where your instagram account is with post-its and bills and little notes also videos yes you developed that but um i think these all post-it things um and clear little messages coming from methodology from facilitation so you are actually a de uh, product designer and how did you discover facilitation um 
I think my my journey with facilitation and workshop started from the book uh, Sprint. Mm-hmm. And from Jack Nab. Yeah. yeah, from Jack Nab. Yeah. And it was something like a aha moment for me. Uh, and back then, a few years ago, I, I didn't treat this as seriously as right now. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it can be a full time job, that you can be a consultant or full time employee somewhere and, and do this. And maybe back then, not many people realized this. Uh, so and th- th- there was no demand for this type of skills, for this particular skill. Right now, things changed and you can be a full-time facilitator, workshopper. You can be a consultant. And as a UX slash product design manager, of a big team, I see a big value in facilitation. And because I discovered a few years ago, I decided to join a Worshipper Master mm-hmm. uh, group. I spoke with Jonathan Courtney two years ago, and I joined in the middle of November 2020. I think you were in the first group actually on, on this uh, workshop and master program yeah I, re- I remember when the group had 12 or 8 people in the school group something like this crazy but and because now these it, are 700 700 people so for yeah. those who don't know um uh, smart on the workshop and master pro- program this is a program to learn how to facilitate to learn how to build your workshops so yeah. Small parentheses yeah. for those who don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I, I learned a lot from the people from the group, a lot from, from Adrian Smart and Jonathan. And I felt in love with this topic, with this skill, because many people say communication skills are great for and very important for designers and very important for the future. But how to learn communication skills? Mm-hmm. And of course, the communication skills is a big group of different skills like storytelling, negotiation, presentation, but a huge part of it and very practical that you can use every single day and practice every single day at work is facilitation. Mm -hmm. Facilitation of meetings, facilitation of workshops, preparing meetings, preparing workshops. And yeah, I, I see extraordinary value of this uh, of this yeah. Yeah, yeah and um you learned that you read the book you joined the workshop and master program and um how did you start to to use it to introduce facilitation to your work in your organization yeah uh, to be, to be honest i didn't introduce like it, it wasn't a special event mm-hmm. when I introduced uh, the facilitation to the team. Mm-hmm. I just started doing this. Wherever I have a meeting or a workshop, I try to use all my knowledge uh, that I have right now to build the best meeting and the best workshop. What I found 
before the pandemic, when I organized offline workshops, the very first time, uh, five days workshop, a modification of Sprint. After second or third day, I was so excited when I went from, from the office of the client. I felt like uh, I'm levitating 30 centimeters above the ground. It was surreal experience because I felt that as a group of people, there were seven, six people, we started creating something that amazing, great. And we, we did this from scratch. We, I didn't know what to expect. And since then, uh, I, I tried to build the best environment mm -hmm. for a day, one hour, 30 minutes, or a few days. Every single time I have a chance to facilitate shorter or, or longer meetings or a workshop. And as I said, I didn't do a special event when I introduced facilitation. I try to introduce facilitation by doing this. By doing this. Yeah. yeah. And in this organization, a few years ago, even before I started building a team, I had to present something to one of the top managers. Mm -hmm. They told me I have I will have 60 minutes to do this, to, to show what I did, to gather feedback, discuss this and that. Two hours before the meeting, they told me I have only 30 minutes. Wow. So I had to change yeah. the, the structure of, of the meeting I had. I did this. And we finished one minute before the, the 30 minute slot. I asked people at the middle of the meeting after my presentation to choose two things they wrote on post-its so we can discuss things after the presentation. And the highest manager in the, in the meeting chose one post-it about the project. He had uh, a question. And the second post-it, he told me that I use the second post-it to just tell you it was the best meeting I've ever attended. So it also showed me that, okay, this is quite interesting. This is amazing. And by preparing for the meeting and doing it right, you can build trust. You can just help people make better decisions, do something quicker, understand better. And this is a powerful tool. Yeah. And we are just at the beginning as a facilitation workshop or community mm -hmm. And we will spread this this knowledge and this way of working uh, to others. I think we are still in 2022 with facilitation. At the same stage, the UX was 10 years ago, mm -hmm. right? Not many people heard about this. Some people started using this, but they didn't feel, they didn't know how powerful it is for the business, for, for the technology. Yeah, so... So we are pioneer, actually. I, I think we are on the second wave right now. Feel free to click the bell to subscribe this podcast on your player. You can also follow me on LinkedIn for more information on facilitation and workshops. These are the two roles of the facilitator, which are interesting. This is design before a meeting or before a workshop mm -hmm. to prepare it, find out what is the yeah. purpose and How can I bring the people from the question we have to solve uh, yeah. until an outcome at the end? So this is this preparation time, which have been 
um, most of the time assume that the person is preparing, but nobody knows really or have been teached how to do that. And the second phase is the facilitation, to, to be there, to bring the people from one activity to another and try by trying to stay neutral if you are part of the team or mm -hmm. by being neutral when you are an external facilitator. So I'm glad that we are in these uh, second waves, <laughs> second wave of a facilitator. And how do you use, because you say it's so powerful, and uh, what, what do you think how facilitation empowers teams to work better together? Because you are the facilitator, but you are also the leader of a big team. How did you use these skills so that the team is working better together? I really like the technique, the rule that I, first time uh, I read this in the sprint book, work alone together. Every single team member has to work alone at some point, mm -hmm. right? But we as a, as a design team or any other team has to work together, uh, together mm. right? And understand each other and respect each other, listen when somebody talks and talk with a purpose, with a goal, uh, clearly explain what you want to say. Yeah. So for me, as a facilitator, there are always two sides. The facilitator has to, as you said, spend time to prepare the, the meeting, workshop, And the group has to be prepared to be there and to listen and to stay focused. Even the worship is long and there is much fresh air in the room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what, what we had last week, actually. So we have to stay as long as possible on the highest level of, of energy. Yeah. And of course, the, the work of facilitator is to maintain the energy of the room, the group, but the group also has to give as much as they can. I really like thinking about facilitation as an NBA team, mm -hmm. right? You have to prepare before as a coach, you have to prepare before for the challenge yeah. you will have during the, the game. But it's not enough. The group of people has to be rested, has to also know how to behave during the game, right? Yeah. And how to listen to their coach. I think it's quite similar during the, the meeting, during the workshop. There is a facilitator who maintains the, the group, sees who is giving the most, who has maybe done the best day, right? Mm. And try to help individuals and the group at the same time. I think as a facilitator of a team, it's an ongoing process of maintaining the energy of the group. And this is the same during the workshop or a meeting. But in my case right now, it's maintaining the group of right now 29 people every single day yeah. for the last three years. But we started as a group of two designers. Wow. So my job was not only maintain the, the energy of the group in the last three years, but also hire new people. Yeah. yeah. And and make the team grow in a way that everybody understands each other. So I really love to think about this project of 
creating a group that I'm a facilitator, they are rock stars. My job is to help them always have great energy. So my job is to help them be happy at work and their job, they're responsible for building products and services that we we offer to our clients. Okay. That's the powerful of facilitator and yes. Yeah. So we have to look that these facilitation skills are spread and train corporates or individuals to get these facilitation skills that are not taught at the university, for example. Yeah. And I guess this is the reason because you recognize this, this is the reason why you made your own course. Um, and uh, maybe you can tell me for what is the course, for who is the course, um, mm -hmm. why did you decide to develop this? Uh, my course is about communication skills. Right now there is a module that uh, teaches about how to present UX, UI design to stakeholders, a group of people, clients, in a structured way. I teach there about how to give feedback, how to receive feedback, how to treat feedback, how to give valuable feedback mm -hmm. and help people um, who don't know how to give you feedback. Uh, give the feedback that you use to improve the, the product. This is the module that, uh, that I, I created right now, but there will be much more in the near future. Mm -hmm. uh, next year, I want to add another module about storytelling, another module about facilitation, facilitation meetings, facilitation workshops, mm -hmm. and add much more lessons that help UX, UI product designers to improve their communication skills that they use every single day at work, but maybe they've never truly sit down and thought, hey, I need to be better at it. Yeah. I'm doing this, but I can be a pro in storytelling, in facilitation. Uh, I know how to build quickly a short workshop For stakeholders. That's my goal. That's the goal of, of this course, uh, to help people build their communication skills on a level that they can share everything with everyone in the team, every client, and consciously analyze what's happening during the meeting, for example, and know where they are, how to behave uh, in this or that situation. Um, because As designers, as UX designers, product designers, we have to collaborate with a lot of people. The collaboration is the, the soil of, of this work. But most of the time we, we teach about UI design, about software, about the perfect process. Working as a designer showed me that's good to know the perfect process. It's great to know software that you use. No doubt it's this knowledge is needed to, to be a designer. But if you want to grow as a designer or you just started your design journey, but you want to be better from the very beginning, you have to develop somehow communication skills. Nice. So is this course 
only for UX and UI designers? Or can someone like me, <laughs> I'm not a UX designer, also have valuable outcomes from your course? Yes, I target this course to UX UI product designers. But for example, in the module I build right now, the whole module is built for everybody who builds something, a product or service, and needs to share this with, with clients or stakeholders, mm -hmm. whoever it is, and you have to gather feedback from them, this course will be good for these people. So I ask you because there is a little Christmas gift, a big Christmas gift for uh, people who want to have your course. Can you, can you make the Christmas man, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you do it good. <laughs> <laughs> so... Should I should I tell about the, the coupon? Yeah, please, code? please, please. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you want to buy my course, use the coupon code PODCAST10, uh, capital uh, letters, PODCAST10, to get 10% discount. Go to the website wavesmelons.com. There is a link to a website of the course where you can watch a video where where I describe the, the content of the course. There is also much more um, information about the course and use the code PODCAST10 on the checkout page. Yes. Um, and I yes, will put, of course, the the name of the, the PODCAST10 um, in the show notes and, uh, of course, the link to the right website and the link to your Instagram, please, because this is also very interesting. So thank you so much, Marius. Thank you so much for our talk, for this uh, input in your journey to facilitation. I think I would like to be a UX UI designer to work in your team since you Your job is to make your team happy so that they can focus on works. <laughs> It's yeah, a shame I, that I'm not a UX designer. <laughs> I hope we will hire more people next year. So keep your fingers crossed. And you are listening. It And it's 2023. You can DM me on LinkedIn mm -hmm. and ask if, you, if I can join to the team. I hope there will be much more much more people that we we will hire next year but we'll see we'll see but right now focus on communication skills and <laughs> and, and on the course and, and on, on the, the course and, and yeah and on, on the gift and remember uh, that if you are listening it in 2022 you have time to the end of december to buy the course for the lower price because from the january 1st the price will will go up um, by 30% and yeah yes but so, there will be also a lot of things more you talk about the new models and yeah i will so add on the first and second quarter of 2023 much more content yeah, yeah. so nice thank you very much marius um, thank you so much i wish you a very very nice christmas with a lot of snow and a lot of food and a lot of presents <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Bye-bye uh, and you too. happy Christmas and happy new year also. <laughs> Thank you so much. Happy new year too. Bye. Bye-bye. If you'd like to join me for a podcast episode or discuss the challenges you face at work and how I can help, book a free call or send me an email 
All the contact information is in the show notes. For the first episode of 2023, on the 6th of January, I will have the pleasure of welcoming Pedram Parasment, co-founder and CEO of the Skills Lab. He has created a methodology that blends instructional design, design thinking, leadership development, system coaching, and storytelling. He has developed a workshop design mastery program. We will talk about this and much more. I want to thank you all for your audience, your comments, your ideas this year, and look forward to seeing you next year. Until then, I wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And of course, health, success and happiness. Au revoir. <laughs>